try it again. <laughs> Fuck it, we'll do it live. Fuck it, we're going <laughs> to do it live. Welcome to another episode of the Buku Fire Podcast. Fire. Fuck Cayenne. Today's Buka. guest. Today's guest is a stand-up comic, a fucking legend in Los Angeles. So Mikey, an actor and uh the man with the boo-haws. What's very, up guys? Thank you. The very legend in the open mic scene. Got to be that's, <laughs> that's my, my real legend, credit. Legend out here, period. So. Period. The very funny Mikey McKernan. Thank you, you. Thank you. I'm good. I'm good today. Today's a good day. Enjoying, <laughs> enjoying the quarantine. No. Another day in my life. <laughs> Not at all. Got to read books in my car. <laughs> With AC on. What books you've been reading in your car? Star Wars. Hell yeah. Canon. Actually, technically, I just read the last two books I finished were Legends. Legends. It's about of, to get nerdy. I don't know. And they're all canon? Well, Star Wars canon right now is when they when Disney acquired them in 2015. Oh, okay. Since Star Wars prior to that, they've always had people writing stories and publishing. Uh-huh. So they got like hundreds of books. Yeah. That's called Legends. Damn. Okay. Disney was like, Legends doesn't exist. We're going to start our own. But of course, they'll be like, oh, we'll take that from there. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. It's like Dragon Ball <laughs> GT. Allegedly. I don't know if we can say Disney on your podcast. That's you can like, say Disney. That's like a trigger word nowadays. It's not even cursing. Why is that a trigger word? Well, it's just because they're such a massive corporation that, you know. It's like Walmart? They're like, what? Well, they, they just have the money. They could sue us. They'd be like, oh. Yeah, exactly. They, oh, they, they used. Oh, they Google. was talking about our Google. product. Yep. Then, well, guess what? Got better My XO lady got the Disney Plus. I, got a, I still got a password. Hell and yeah. uh, I'm fucking hyped for Mandalorian season two. Oh, I am definitely hyped about October that. October 30th, I can't Disney, wait. plugging you. Yeah, <laughs> where's our money, Disney? Yeah, Disney. I'll let your boys on the Buku Five. Man, podcast. I can't wait. That's what got me back into loving Star Wars again. Was the first season of Mandalorian? So yeah. good. The sequel trilogies. I was like, these are fucking whack. I just love the every episode. It's like its own journey, and it's like mm-hmm. its own little like mini like story. Well, what's it's so like, beautiful about today's age is the television golden age. You know, like television is such a great medium to tell good stories. You yeah. know, compared to like, oh, we got like rush a movie. So now it's like, oh man, we're getting Star Wars TV. Right. Even though they've already made Star Wars TV prior to that, that's yeah. the animated series, the Clone Wars, is it? yeah, and yeah, yeah. Rebels. Yeah, these series is on like uh, HBO and all these like these longer format. Like uh, I've been watching the new Ridley Scott one on HBO, uh, Raised by Wolves. Okay, that one's pretty pretty wild. That's cool. Uh, he's doing a TV show. But you were continue what you were saying yeah, about that. So they put just Star Wars television. Just having it here. Dank. Yeah, yeah. it's a good way to tell that story. <laughs> Star Wars TV is dank. <laughs> yeah, no, I and then after watching Mandalorian, I watched the cartoons and oh my gosh, they're some of the best Star Wars they've created. Yeah, yeah. you were telling me that the other day at the store, um, which is where I'm happy to see you there. Again. Yeah, comedy store. Coming how, back how to is, life. Uh, yeah, you've been there more than I have. How has it been like outside? Is there still? It's been awesome, dude. Yeah. It's been fun over there. I broke up a fight, my first fight in California the other day when Mike went for over there. Yeah. <laughs> Monday night, it? man. Did you catch it? It was Monday night roll. I, I had my back turned. It was behind me. And all oh. I hear is uh, glass shattering and some girl screaming. <laughs> And Stone, then dun, 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 I turn dun, dun, dun. over. Yeah, it sounds like Stone Cold <laughs> just walked in. I turn my back, and then I just see this guy. Like it looks okay. They're probably wrestling on the on the top, but this guy gets up, pulls up a chair. Immediately, the bigger guy around us, quickest on his feet to get there, Nate, <laughs> blocks the chair. Then they all <laughs> tackle the, the chair. guy. That's great. That was unbelievable. Yeah, it was That's hilarious. Cause so to me, it, it looked like a scuffle. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, I was sitting there chilling, lighting a cigarette, I think, and yeah. I heard somebody start yelling, so I turned around, and I seen the dude grab the back of the chair and like pull this guy down, and like he was laying on his back, 
And I was like, oh shit. So I go over there because he dude picked up a chair. Oh. And was like holding it like one of these chairs over About the American head. History X at the comedy store style with a chair? No, about to go WWE right there in the fucking oh. attitude era. <laughs> yeah, and but shout out to the staff at the comedy store, man. They handled it really well. Yeah, they did. They, but that's what I was saying. They squashed it immediately. That's Everybody what I was settled saying. down. But yeah. it was just funny because I was like, oh shit, out of nowhere, it's, here it is. Right. Snap into the game. But yeah. I, I've worked for two years here. I know. It's, and, and I haven't had to break up one fucking thing. Yeah, I love that you're a bouncer, you know, because it, it's out here, everybody's, used, you know, there's some sort of, uh, you know, trying to make it in entertainment industries. So yeah. not much real jobs or like working at, you know, I shouldn't say that, you know, but. No, it's true. But, I'm, you know, they're, mm-hmm. they're, I just haven't met a bouncer. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> so when your bouncing instincts come in, it's just so funny because it's like, oh, this is who I, you know, this is, this is what it. I'm really good at. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Don't let me say you're funny. And, you know, don't well, thanks, man. You're really no, good but at the, the, ten, the 10 years working at some of the best clubs in New Orleans doesn't just, uh, yeah, that's doesn't fun, just slip yeah. out the window. He's still got the, the, the Batman vision <laughs> or like the Terminator vision where he I love that. across the room. I always, <laughs> like Mac and always sunny. I know. <laughs> Ocular pat down. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I see Nate, I always tell him how much I love that he's from Louisiana. Because I've never been there, but people who make it out of Louisiana, yeah. they're just from another planet. But yeah. they're so they're really, really like Southern bells, Southern gentlemen. I appreciate that, dude. Oh, yeah. I love it. I can't wait to go to New Orleans. There's so much fucking magic there that I hear. There is, bro. Read. And I was telling some, I was telling them about it the other night. I was telling y'all about it, but like the energy is just. I don't, I'm not a big energy dude, but the mm-hmm. energy is fucking different there. <laughs> yeah, you know. And uh, Dan, have you been to New Orleans? I have not. I haven't been to New Orleans yet. You've met people from Louisiana, though, right? Oh, yeah. I've, oh, yeah, you uh, played, I played football. Fo- I played football at Arizona State, and there was like four or five kids from L- New Orleans, and you could definitely tell which ones they were because they would just – the slang, they would talk to one another. It seemed like they just forgot syllables and words. They were just I, – I can't do it, but it's it was hilarious the way they were just, hey, about what are you talking about a lot? <laughs> the bayou. So Something funny. about the bayou. I remember so my – But they, they – I mean, they understood. That was a garbage impression. <laughs> I, 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 I warned it was going to be a garbage impression. But on your on your defense, you do a phenomenal impression of me. Somebody's dropping cell phones on the floor. I mean, on carpet, fuck. <laughs> I uh, ain't trying to do no impression I ain't good at, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what is that voice? <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? Dude. Who said that? They're always... <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Impersonations of other people you know is the best. I, I did in uh You'll have to do it one night when with all the comics are in the room, like in an open mic. Yeah. You'll just have to rip everybody to oh, do it. I dude if I spend enough time in a room with somebody who's got a unique voice and mm-hmm. isn't and it isn't like anything crazy, like a James Earl Jones deepness or something like that, I can usually get like I mean I already know a couple comics, so I could probably impression or do impressions. That's of. I love it. Like I did a, a Darius Culpepper impression to him. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, sometimes I get really mad myself. <laughs> nah, shout out to Darius. He's killing Yeah, people are going to be listening to this podcast and be like, wow, these guys got me looking up open micers right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, Darius. He, He's he, hilarious, though. Yeah, I he blew stop. up on the, on the, what's it called? Yeah, he had something. The Laugh Factory page. He had like a couple million views on one of his clips. I think he just did something for like a TV, too, as well. Or like a. Oh, that's tight. Something for a streaming app where it's like. Professionally, you know, yeah. I don't know. People, I, and nobody calls me for that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Do what you were just saying a minute ago about people, they make it out of Louisiana. Yeah. And it's a very true thing because people don't usually leave there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, yeah. Dude, 
there's there's so many people that never make it but within like 100 miles of their hometown that mm-hmm. they were born there's some boonie though in california like dan you're from the, the i'm from i'm from northern california some there's some boonies up yeah there. what sure. is boonie like boonies like nowhere like dirt roads to get to your house yeah for like five miles away living on your own like your land we call like, that bumfuck egypt yeah. exactly bfe yeah boonies i tried to you know one word boonies boonies Out never heard boonies. that term no Love really it. See, I'm bumfucked Egypt. I don't, I don't know where that term came from. I yeah. feel like that's got to be like a social media desert BFE. I knew that was like a out in the middle of nowhere type thing. But yeah. yeah, let me ask you something. Do you listen to uh Bayou Reggae? You talking about like Zydeco and shit? I guess I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'll show you some, I'll show you some off the air because I don't want to get the copyright. Shit. Yeah, yeah, but Man. yeah. That's just, just yeah, dude. Like like all the festivals and shit, like the Orange Festivals I and know. stuff, like Crawfish Festivals and shit. They always play like you know, like the Swamp Pop, fucking Zydeco shit. That's just Wayne when you, Poops. You just think about like what two genre of musics would never like get together and hump. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, and, what, uh, that's what I would think about dubstep and reggae. But I went to like a reggae. Du- it was like a dub reggae thing out here like a couple years ago. Yeah, well, out here is normal. But like if you're going to Louisiana and yeah. it's like you know. Gators and <laughs> is there gators out there? Yeah. Oh man, I, I just I need to get out. I man. feel like I just my only image of Louisiana is just like fan boats and like people shooting gators to mm-hmm. like get the meat from the gators and like just straight up like those like swamp monsters shows. Those are things, but like yeah, there's but, more than that. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, obviously. but 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 yeah, those are things. Like the water boy is real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Farmer Fran is a real person. My stepdad. Yeah. <laughs> You ever had to fight your stepdad? I built his ass twice. Yeah. <laughs> that's take care been, of your mom. That's good. I got to tell that. That's been covered. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> I was telling, talking to them about that. Already, you already covered that. No, no, no. Time? I was just saying I got to. No, I, I, it was funny because I didn't mean like I didn't. You know, it just kind of happened, but I didn't realize <laughs> it was a thing. I want to turn that into a bit, some kind of way. Yeah. Because, Saving it. Yeah, I don't know how, but it's funny because like. Just tell the truth of it. Really. Yeah, well, he's like, do you know anybody who talks like that one coach? And I was like, yeah, my stepdad. <laughs> he's like, is that Boy, true? the water boy is real. Yeah, because you know? I was wearing a water boy t-shirt. Water boy, real. Mm. He's like, you're wearing a water boy shirt. <laughs> What's matter with wearing a water boy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that time, Bobby Bougie? Man. Boy, yeah. How? How? Why you make it? How? I remember watching this one comedian go up at over mic, and he's like, hey, is anybody here liking impersonations? Well, they suck, so you should get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> I was probably sitting in the back, like, uh. And <laughs> now coming so to the stage, Dan Veer. Yeah, <laughs> I forget the guy. Uh, you guys like impersonation? <laughs> That's no. my family guy. You uh, have to. It's it's so funny that you have to, you know, always, you know, do a, a disclaimer, <laughs> right? For impersonations. I mean, I I, I, I try to I try to make it so it's just like a part of my bit to where yeah. I'm not going up there because no one wants to just. Unless you're really fucking good and you can, like, mm-hmm. take requests, you know? Yeah. And people are just like, yeah, do Obama, you know? And then you're just sitting there like, oh, I believe, you know? Like, you can't. Yeah, that's, that's it's tough. It's tough to, like, because you have to write jokes oh, yeah. and you have to have punchlines. But if you can say those punchlines in the accent, it just, like, amplifies the punchlines. So yeah. <laughs> so that's what, you know, you got to... You got to tell stories and somehow, you know, oh, this oh, yeah. reminds me of this, you know, or whatever like that. So that's what I've been working on. I wrote out um, my first, like, you know, w- like all the notes that I had in my phone. The master list, I call it. All the notes. Yeah. You got, don't you have list. like a fucking uh, a library of jokes? You got, like, yeah, I got a lot of data. 
There is some data disclaimer I will have to say is there are a lot of stickers around the city that say Mikey McKernan is it's not, not funny. funny. That's bullshit. Thank you. Whoever's <laughs> propagandating that fake shit. Fake news. Fake news doing it. is fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> It's an inside job. I know, Mikey. I, I, I personally, I've never seen him hand out a sticker. <laughs> but yet, there's stickers everywhere. I don't know where they go. You gotta leave your, you gotta leave your skid mark somewhere. So, <laughs> yeah, I have, I have three just in my backyard alone. I'm pretty sure. I get uh, the, the cop car, man, that you guys drive. I get yeah, people sending me, <laughs> people sending me photos of it. All and, I, and that's funny because I'm like, I know whose car that is. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. We both, we both have them on our thing. And uh, when I was. Right when quarantine started, when I went to Walmart to pick something up, they brought something out to my car or whatever. And that dude that was there was like, hey, who's Mikey McKernan? <laughs> I was like, How do, you know Mikey McKernan? He's like, I saw it on your car. I was like, oh, I forgot I had this sticker. Yeah. Like, yeah, follow him on Instagram. He's funny as shit. The sticker's lying. I tell people, <laughs> say whatever you want, you know? <laughs> oh, man. Be like, he's a dentist. He's yeah. a dentist. Put so much mercury in the fillings. Boycott this man. <laughs> So much mercury in the fillings. <laughs> I've told what, that before. I don't know what that means, oh but uh, my, my, my stepdad could probably use some of that mercury. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knocked out two of his teeth with one punch. Oh, damn. <laughs> no, but uh, you we uh we was talking about the water boy earlier. I thought it was funny because uh like I'm not somebody who like like I, I meet a lot. I'm famous people and shit. I don't give a fuck if I meet famous people. Whatever. I don't care. But there's certain people. That you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, he turned 14 years old again. Yeah, right? Yeah. And I was working uh, the, the Critics' Choice Awards at the beginning of the year. Yeah. And I was, like, working on the red carpet. I didn't give a shit, whatever, whoever. And a bunch Pretty of people. Big yeah, people. Word show. A bunch of people coming through, whatever. And I'm like, oh, that's that person, whatever. And all these people losing their minds. I'm like, I can give a rat's ass. But. <laughs> so. I'm standing right there at the very beginning where they all kind of come through. And I seen somebody get out the car. And I was like, it was Henry Winkler. And I was yeah. like. Oh shit! <laughs> and uh, and he came he came closer, and I was like, like he walked right by me. I was like, Mr. Coach Klein. I couldn't hold myself back. I was That's like, hilarious. Mr. Coach Klein. And he looked at me and he started laughing. That's the one he gets. <laughs> <laughs> I probably could tell your accent too. I was like, Mr. Coach Klein. I was like, Water Boys from my favorite movie. I'm from Louisiana. He was like, Oh, very nice to meet you. Shook my hand. I was like, That's the coolest shit in the world. Yeah. And then. At the end of the night, this old lady comes up, like a sweet old lady comes up. I was working inside, and she was like, excuse me, how do I get out of here? I said, I'll show you, ma'am. So I walked the path and made her a path to get through the people. Instead of being like, oh, it's over there, lady. You know? Right. So I walked the path, get over there at the end, get her down the steps, and then I turned around and bumped into Adam Sandler. Uh -huh. And I was like, hey, <laughs> I just seen Mr. Coach Klein a little while ago. <laughs> I was like, Waterboy's my favorite movie. <laughs> Bobby Boucher. <laughs> yeah. He was like, Mr. Coach, he was like, he was here. Yeah, I saw him earlier, too. <laughs> he was like, very nice to meet you. And he left. And that was it. But that I thought it was the cool. coolest shit in the world. Because I was like, how the fuck I met both of them yeah. in the same day? Dude, it's, it's it, weird. It's fucking cool coming, like, face-to-face -face with, like, your childhood idols. Ugh. I saw a Sandler show at, like, a theater, like, probably a month or two before quarantine started. And uh, he was doing, doing a live show? Yeah, he was doing a live show of his Netflix special. Hell yeah. And he was Where doing, was that at? Uh... I can't remember the name of the theater. It was like the Fontaine, I think. I think Fonda was on Hollywood Boulevard. It was. It was down in the middle of like Hollywood over there, um, but it was only like a, maybe like a hundred and fifty person like little oh. theater, and uh, we were front row because it was it was seat yourself. We were front row, but all the way to the right, so we had like a wall directly in front of us. But we were like, you know, oops, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we were like tilted over to the uh, 
looking at him, and me and my brother Pat have like two of the like you know like most obvious laughs you've ever heard. Yeah, you know. Plus, you guys are freaking towering. Yeah, so we're huge and <laughs> blocking people's views. And on multiple occasions, he like looked over to us, and at one point, he like made a comment like I, I, like these two these two fucking guys over here, because like we just were laughing so hard at yeah. his, <laughs> his jokes, but. I mean, it was just like surreal coming like face to face. So I can't believe you got to see Coach Klein and fucking. Yeah. <laughs> but luckily, I learned from when I met Stone Cold and didn't say nothing stupid. <laughs> yeah. Well, tell, tell, us, tell us what you said to Stone Cold when yeah, you first met you Stone Cold. No, what'd you say? Okay. First, let me tell you before I tell you the first time I ever did comedy in California, the first time I ever got on stage here and did a yeah. mic. Where was, was it at? The fucking comedy store. Oh, really? <laughs> on a Sunday night. Oh, up in the belly room? Yeah. Hell yeah. I was. I had done it for a little while back home, but I was like, whatever. I went mm -hmm. to the comedy store a lot to watch and just be there. And then one night, I got to see uh, Theo and Bill Bear on the same show. Oh, yeah. And then the next night, uh, and then that night, I was outside smoking, cigarette, drinking beer, and uh, I saw people putting their name in the bucket on the side, and I was like, I asked this one dude, he was like, hey, bro, you got a cigarette? I was like, yeah. I was like, hey, bro, what's that bucket? <laughs> He's like, oh, you put your name in there, and uh, you put you put your name on the receipt. You get to do comedy. I was like, I can do comedy here. He's like, yeah. I was like, I just saw my two favorite comics in the world. I was like, oh, hell yeah, fuck it, right? why not? Yeah. So I threw my name in the bucket and bottle. And then I I was like, well, if they call me, what am I gonna say? I was like, I got some a couple bits from back home, but there's all dog water, dog shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I was like, I could do that, them shit jokes, or I could <laughs> do that. I could do that, or I could talk about the time I met Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> I was like, I'll do that. So I did. <laughs> And uh, it actually it went over really well, but because uh, it was a true story, right? Yeah, it was one hundred percent fact. Being honest, but I uh, it was WrestleMania two years ago in New Orleans, and I saw Stone Cold was gonna be there, and I was like, that was my childhood hero. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I was like, when the fuck am I ever gonna get I an believe opportunity you. to meet right. him? I was like, whatever. So I saw he was gonna do a thing at WrestleCon where it was like sign autographs and shit. I was like, I'm gonna go over there. But I went to look at the <laughs> tickets and it was two hundred dollars a piece and it was already Oof, sold out. Damn. And I was like, oh shit. I was like, well, I got an idea. Back to the bouncer. Fucking hilarious. I ain't gonna lie to nobody, but don't say nothing. Ain't nobody like that movie. Catch me if you can. Yeah. Yeah. Just act the like park. Like the park. <laughs> yeah. So I'll go over there and uh. I seen like all these people there, 200 people in line. I'm gonna pay $200. I'm standing there. I walked right up in there. Nobody said shit. <laughs> and I seen this little dude, like this little skinny ass dude, uh, carrying some boxes. So like I hold the door open and like help him get the boxes through and shit. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, thanks so much, dude. Like no problem, bro. You need anything? Holla at me." <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then, I love the bouncer lifestyle, man. Right. <laughs> and then Stone Cold's running late. Everybody's working there, losing their fucking minds. And then he finally gets there, and they put that little skinny dude at the door, checking the wristband. <laughs> Two in, two out, two in, two out, whatever. So I seen three go in. I saw three come out and two went in. So they had an extra thing. I was like, ah, my brother, I'm going to go up in here. And I walked in there. I was like, gotcha, bro. And I just walked. You let me right on in. <laughs> oh, my God. So I'm in great. there. And, uh, and I'm thinking, the whole time I was thinking, you know, I'm, am I going to do this? I never thought what I would say. And next thing I know, I'm standing face to face with my fucking childhood hero, right. Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like. Hey, how you, hey there, how you doing? He went to shake my hand, and I was like, uh, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I was uh, like, no, okay. no, I don't. I mean, I, I mean, I do, but that's not oh, what I was saying. That's uh, <laughs> you're my childhood hero. No, fuck. Um, <laughs> what's up, dude? Hell yeah, I got. I brought us these beers because right. I brought two beers in my pockets. I was like, they hot now, but <laughs> and I was like, but I got them because like, I wanted to. My bucket list. I wanted to drink a beer with Stone Cold Steve Austin and smoke blunt, smoke a blunt with Snoop Dogg. Hell yeah. Two things I wanted Fucking to do great. at some point before I die. Did you did he drink the beer? Well, I gave it to him. He was like, oh hell yeah, I could use that right now. And the fucking little dude that was working there was like, he ain't got time for that. Take the picture. He ain't got time. I was like, well, all right. So I fucking took right. the picture and then I chugged the beer in there. <laughs> he fucking he didn't great. drink it, but he put it under the table. I don't know if he took it later. Yeah. But I'm gonna count it as a half point. That's no. <laughs> that counts, man. Show up with uh, with gifts. Yeah. But just the fact that I met Southern Stone Cold gentlemen. Steve Austin Got of all through, people, had beers on him. And the too. first thing I said was, "I love you." Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I thought it was. Do you have nice. any? You ever met somebody to where you're like? Well, the the one human on this planet that probably make me cry if I ever saw him in the flesh is Jim Carrey. Okay, that's yeah. like my number one. And that makes a lot of sense. My number yeah. one idol, and they filmed uh, Burt Wonderstone. That was the movie, mm-hmm. right? I they filmed so. it in front of my job, and he was just yards away, and I can see him, but I didn't get to meet him. And I was, you know, I was giddy. You, I was like a fourteen yeah. year old boy, like, yeah. oh my god, this is what I'm out here for, you know. Mm-hmm. Right, where are you working at? Uh, Bubba Gump's. Bubba Gump up at City Walk. That's the fucking spot. <laughs> <laughs> they got one. On, they got one in French Quarter. I know. It's fucking. All, that's you need to. They say I'm if to you think. take your date there, she'll definitely put out. <laughs> I, I'm also trying to think of who else. I really don't have anybody because I met some cool people, but not like got to hang out with them and stuff like that. But just be like, yeah. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, that's fucking tight. You know. Well, I did probably one of the best. Stories I have, not best stories, but just like the nicest person ever was uh, doing background on a show called Anger Management with uh, Charlie Sheen. Oh, yeah. And okay. he did it with uh, his dad, Martin Sheen. Mm-hmm. And so we're all just, you know, like background people. Mikey McCarran and the Sheens. And <laughs> the Sheen. Martin Sheen comes up. This guy's a legend. You know, mm-hmm. he's yeah. worked for decades in the biz. <laughs> You're an excellent. You, you are so excellent. With that stupid ass bottle. Yeah, big I ass haven't done anything with this bottle yet. No, you hit the. I, I hit just the like thing I the thing, kicked right. the table. So, so Martin shoots the legend, and he comes up. Comes up and introduces himself to every single one of us as an extra, and was just super cool about it, and was just totally, you know, like. Hey, what's up? Showed bro? us, a, you know, like so much humanity. Yeah. He was like, "Oh my god, this guy is freaking ginormous in the business," and we're like, you know, Joe Schmoes, and he just came up to us. It was that's super really cool. cool. Gave you a little like, nod. Wow. You know, yeah, and I was like, "That's amazing." And he shook my hand. Made eye contact, asked me how I was, and that's fucking awesome. met every one of us, and then kind of powwowed around. And I was like, this is crazy. And I'm not blowing smoke up your ass, <laughs> but I will say, I told you this the other night at the comedy store. Yeah. When I saw you do, do your first time ever doing comedy, well, the first time I seen you doing comedy was at the Jungle House. And I thought your shit, you was the funniest fucking person I'd seen out of you. Oh, time. bro. Dude, <laughs> I, I like, saw Mikey at... Uh, how long were you out here? I saw him I, at the Mod Mike. Thank you, by the way. Yeah. yeah. But I was saying, you, you, you haven't been out here that long. That's You'll see some No, you was fucking hilarious. <laughs> no, but... You're yeah. so, so fucking, what you call it, uh, uh, humble. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. Well, my, I'm, you know, su- from a big family. Super humble guy, but yeah. What were we saying? Mod Pizza. You saw me on Mod Pizza? Dude, this open mic. This open mic, mic was the no, best No, but I've heard a million times mic. about this fucking place with the fucking like, pizzas and all blah. I li- like it, I feel like it ruined the expectations of like what open mic Absolutely. should be. Because I started out at an open mic that had $2 draft craft beers and gave you a free pizza for doing a five-minute set. There- gave you five minutes, gave you a pizza, and then during the show, you could fr- buy a pitcher for like eight fifty. And drink like four craft beers and just have like 
a great night mm-hmm. on a Tuesday. Never okay. in my history was there ever an establishment that was putting on an open mic being like, we're giving you something. F- yeah, yeah, something for free. You're going to eat a pizza and you're going to do your time. Yeah. It was unbelievable. So how long have you been doing comedy? I've been doing it for over 12 years. 12 years? Yeah. Fucking right. That I know. makes sense of why you're so goddamn funny. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. but Thank you, you. But you are like the legend out here. You know all the spots, you know all the shit. All the open mics. I feel like Open mic legend out here. I mean, I love saying that. What, what is what is that? Well, no, it's because what Mikey, is the difference? Mikey went. Uh, uh, Mikey, he did a tour. You, you did a tour for like what a year? Where you didn't? You, you went like every day except for like one or two I just, days. You know, tortured myself. That's what it was. You did a torture, right? Yeah, you did a torture, <laughs> torture. I went up 125 days in a row just doing stand up 125 yeah up going up every night that's fucking awesome and then there's times where i did like 60 i did like 63 i did one that was like 80 just like links like, yeah like, just last like all 2019 i just like I'm, i want to do comedy is the hardest because to me it's just hard work you know? yeah right. yeah and comedy is every single night it doesn't take a night off only you take a night off and then when mm-hmm. i was like i'm single you know and i don't have you know i don't have to wait up for anybody because i was in a relationship for five years so when i broke okay. up i was like all right i'm Mm-hmm. Stand up comedy is Let me get out and super see everything important. I missed for the, you know. Yeah, but doing that much, you know, I did get burned out. I got sick, you know, pretty bad at the end of it. And uh, just because I was like, worn out and just, yeah. it all hit me. But it, it, I love, you know, it is a lifestyle, you mm-hmm. know, like right. comedy going out every night, you know, like, you the, know, sometimes. Spending four hours to just get like a five minute set. You wait you four know? hours to hopefully do three minutes in front right. of hopefully two people. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And just for one laugh. Just for like a couple uh, laughs like that it. you can Poetry. like it. The countdown. Right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's wild, dude. Because like, I mean, you went out the other night to that mint mic and you stood there for how long? I was there for three hours and what? three hours and you didn't even get up. Yeah. What time did you but, show up? Uh, yeah. Well, I went over there. They said the sign up was at 7.30 and I was like, all right, I'll go oh, over there early. Man. So I went at like 7.00. And I was like at the bottom of the fucking. Yeah, all, right. I was. They had like three tiers of list. Damn. <laughs> and it was like, like f- booked spots, open mic, we'll get you extra this time. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like toward the bottom of that, and I was like, well, I'll learn for next time. No mm-hmm. big right. deal. I ain't bougie by no means. I don't care. But I sat there for three hours, and I was like. You're gonna have to get a regular water bottle. No, I sat there. First podcast. No, he's gone. I sat there for three hours, and I was just like, "All right, bro. Like, I'm getting kind of like I, oh, I yeah. got out the mood. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. mm-hmm. like I was so hyped, right? And then it's just like, because it's for, especially now, because it's like we we've, we've been sitting and waiting and doing yeah. Zoom and mics and shit. Like, have you been doing Zoom comedy shows and stuff? Absolutely not. Absolutely yeah. not. He says. Absolutely not. Makes you want to. One hundred percent. Makes you want to burf. Me too. I did can't do, do the boo hop sitting down with my laptop, dude. Uh, my headphones. You definitely in. can do that. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I told him. I think I told you the other night that I bounced somebody out of a Zoom mic when I was yeah. hosting that yeah. fucking thing. I love it, dude. It's That's a, why who it's who you are, man. It I can't wait till it gets back to to people outside. Yeah, I, people I mean, outside. I went all last week. I went out every night. Yeah, I saw the boo hop, all the, the parks, the boo hop. Went to boo San Diego for one. Went to Ventura for one. The one in Ventura. Let me know when you go to San Diego. I'll go with you because I got buddies down there. Yeah, I, I don't know when I'm going to do comedy again, though. I'm taking a break. Taking a break? Well, just because I got to move all my crap back to my parents' house for a little bit. So how I long, told this how long do you got to – how much stuff do you got? Not that much. I, just a room, you know? I don't have that much furniture, but – You just got to – I got a lot of books, and when you move a bunch of books, there's yeah. – It's a zone of a bitch. Like, you can't put them – you can't – you're like, oh, I'll get a really big box for all these books, and you can't do that because yeah. it's the box. Uh, I, I have something for you. You can use the blue totes, like the plastic totes. Oh, there I, you go. I brought that shit with me because I brought my books with me from Louisiana. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, it's so funny. I actually don't have any of those. 
Them bitches uh, work, son. They, if you, mm-hmm. At Home Depot, too, they sell, like, the big black, uh, like, tote things with the yellow lid that you can... You can I, got two, yeah, I got two. So I got two or three of them blue yet. ones. They're, like, seven bucks or whatever. Right arm. Like, yeah, right, right arm. arm. Right arm. <laughs> we say right on, but that's a California... I thought right arm. That's a... My uh, older brother would say it, so, you know. That makes sense. I mean, right arm, because you I take a lot like, from my family. Do you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Rancho Cucamongans? Mostly attention. Which, by the way, my people in Louisiana, like, I know... I didn't know that was a real place until yeah. I, I met you and you told me you were from there. And I was like, stop lying, son. <laughs> I was like, because I know about it <laughs> from, from, uh, from workaholics. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, oh, I thought they fucking made that up. <laughs> no, and it's a guy looking like, you know, I do telling you too. You're like, what the f? Yeah. It makes, okay. You're like, I saw this TV show already. Yeah, I synced it. <laughs> we were talking about crow hop last week and how that's a word that Nate knows. Crow hop? How it's like punching somebody out. Like we crow hop somebody. It's like sneaking them. Like you run up and. Just, you know, I didn't know that. That's, yeah. Well, that's what we. But call I just it. see a crow hop, like a crow hopping. Right? See, I don't know where it came from. I told him the other day. <laughs> yeah. Is it? It's a baseball term, yeah, for like an outfielder. I, I, they've always, I they've always. My coaches in high school say, "Would you, you like you, after you catch a ball or like catch a ground ball in the outfield, you do a crow hop, which is like you like bounce up and then you throw." We talked about it last time. We ain't got to talk about it again. <laughs> What's well, the thing? New terms. We yeah. all want to learn, you know? Yeah. Well, like we're, we my, live in the term age. You're talking about family terms. I have a family term that, like, I call people all the time. They probably don't even know what I'm saying to them, but chumney. Which is it's, like it's, jackass? It's like, it's like hey, hey, dude, or like jackass. It can be like a endearing, like, chumney, I haven't seen you in a while. Or like a chumney, like you spilled something, you know? Yeah. But chumney. usually it's just like, pretty fuck, good. Like, like if you're being chumney. like a dick or something or like you... You know, you'd sack tap somebody, be like, oh, <laughs> fucking chummy. You know? uh, we say asshole, a bitch. Or yeah, I mean, that's the. Jackass. It's, it's just like a family Idiot. term. We'd have, like, uh, like my family would have, like, chumney cook offs where they'd, like, cook ribs. And it was, like, the best beef ribs one. Yeah, Dan's got a Hell yeah. Yeah. I got a hell of a family, dude. My dad's one of 12. Damn. So. It's a big family. But what about you? What, uh,. What you said you take from your family? Who's like your favorite like person? Who's, like, favorite who's person? your favorite family member? Yeah. Put no, who's like your favorite person to like watch and be like, all right, I'm gonna take that. Well, my dad worked a shitload like growing up. Like he worked a full time job, then he bartended. Mm-hmm. So I would see him at the end of the night. And so my my dad picked up my mom when she already had three kids. Idiot. But <laughs> but then I was born and I got to know her. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I get it. Um, and then. <laughs> I get it. I can't help it. That's literally <laughs> something I just wrote down. Recently. I was like, let me just try it on the podcast. It Damn works. it. What a fucking yeah, open micer Mikey McKernan is. Oh, trying to run bits on somebody's open mic. Please do. It works. On his right. open mic on the podcast. I didn't mean to call you guys podcast. But my oldest brother, was he dropped out of high school, and he basically was like watching over the three kids that my dad had with my mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so my oldest brother was like, where I get my sense of humor from? Definitely from. Yeah. My oldest brother. Fuck yeah. Brian. Shout out to Big B. Well, so Shout I know you Brian. You refused. You, you have a disclaimer like uh, the non What? No. Where we, where we don't we do not do boo Did my lawyer On, on, tell on you anybody's that? TVs. You know what I'm saying? <gasps> Only at the stage. I know. Yeah. I hope no one's ever heard of me and they're like, what the fuck is a boo Why do they keep bringing up? It's Buku Fire. <laughs> Buku Fire Buha crossover episode. <laughs> but uh, what, what I would love, can you, can you tell us where that came from? Yeah. I would just tell bad jokes and I would do that for my friends and then they're like, You should do that on stage. And yeah. I'm like, No, that would suck. That's hacky. That people would get sick of that in ten minutes. Yeah. 
And then I started doing it on stage, and everybody loves it. Yeah. And now it should be on a fucking. And now I'm cursed for life. Now I'm stuck in the Sith Temple of comedy. Yeah. Order sixty six. Sorry. Yeah. That's so fucking funny, though. Like, so you started with people. It was just like, like, oh, booze and highs, or like, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm very. When it comes down to it, I'm really obnoxious. Yeah. So somehow I was like, how can I be obnoxious on stage, but people will like it? It's funny that you say Jim Carrey because I see a bit of that made one thousand percent sense. Number one. No, yeah, it's it, I can see it being an influence on you because like just the just the ridiculousness and like the facial expressions and like the uh, yeah he was catchphrase so man. yeah I mean, he was so right. smart and so silly yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah yeah he had an early you know life too growing up he was poor and he just was like I'm just you know my family's so poor I'm just gonna fucking entertain my parents right and but every time he wrote his movies you know with his characters he always made sure he had lines that people would repeat. And they'd get stuck in their heads. And to me, it was like, of course, we, you know, we ate that up. Yeah. And Smoking. Yeah. Yeah. Almost all you think about all, almost all his movies, he's got them. And to me, I Thank was just you. like, that's so good. And oh. I grew up playing hockey. So, you know, when you're on a team sport, you have to, you know, like you entertain them. You oh, know? yeah. So I oh, yeah. was. Back of the bus. You're just making yeah, everybody so laugh. I know? would quote Jim Carrey to all my teammates right. growing up throughout my life. Dude, like parents would love it. They would make me quote in front of everybody in front of the parents. Oh, yeah. Dude, it's our pets. That, that Heads was, are falling off. I can quote that. I can quote that whole scene, dude. <laughs> Both characters. You did not click. Here's though. here's here's something to reveal. When I first ever tried to start doing stand up comedy, I tried it when I was like 18, and I did it like literally like a handful of times. Like my friends would play music, and I'd pretend I was like the the MC and stuff like that. So I would never take it serious because I would quote I would quote that whole scene as both characters, <laughs> uh, like doing stand up, yeah. and of course that's full-blown plagiarism yeah. <laughs> so that's why it's like i mean you can't do that but i, I, I mean totally me and my did. me and my brother yeah <laughs> plagiarism um <laughs> me and my brothers would just like recite movie quotes to each other because like my mom worked nights as a nurse mm -hmm. so like my dad yeah. would just get like a couple movies and we'd watch like two movies in a night and then like the next week we'd just be saying you know whatever jokes or whatever lines so like i got into you know doing impersonations at a young age and then uh like in high school, I would do impersonations of like teammates, and then in oh, college, yeah. I got impersonations of like coaches. Oh yeah, you, you win. Yeah, even like uh, we we did like a freshman talent show like at my at my college uh, that I went to in Staten Island, New York, uh, Wagner, my freshman year, where like we had a little talent show, and I did uh, <laughs> I did the real men of genius voice for like another guy who there was a there was a freshman on our team. His name was Josh. Real yeah. Real uh, man of genius. Oh, I do. I love those. <laughs> he was a man. he was a freshman on the team. He had yeah tattooed on one bicep and buddy tattooed on the other <laughs> bicep. Yeah, so buddy. Was, yeah, he had, yeah, buddy, just like that. Well, to me, that's when we were like, you know, you're bringing up my catchphrase. Then I hear things like that, and I'm like, yeah. oh my god. Oh, it's it was so. Having great. a catchphrase sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey McCarran is gonna get the food. Yeah, nope. food Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I don't know if I could ever. I don't have any tattoos, so. Who's your first? One. <laughs> that would be so funny. No, the one I really want is the end of the sticker. This is, is not funny. Yeah. Oh, that'd be very good. Because I can't, you know, I don't have to get them. Right. Yeah. You, 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 you are you. Yeah. <laughs> Metal. But yeah, it's cool, man. It's cool, like growing up and just like starting, not necessarily knowing, like, I want to do stand-up at a young yeah. age, but just always being, like, the, the kid on the back of the bus making your teammates laugh. Yeah. Or, like, you know, the kid on Xbox Live saying, 
you know, the funny shit to get your boys to laugh or, you know. Yeah, those have been the only mic- open mics I've been exactly, able to do exactly. during quarantine is during the chats on fucking uh, Call Xbox, of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> do you, that's good. Do you stream yourself and do that? No. No. Man, we have the you. equipment now. You got to. Yeah. I, was, I, I did it for a couple of days, but it was just, it was a little frustrating because it was just like yeah, zero, zero viewers for like seven 100%. hours, you know, and everything like that. But you got to take, like, I just didn't work hard enough at it because I'm going to, I should go back to it because then you can clip yourself and then like. Yeah. Were you playing with other guys at the time? Yeah, I was playing yeah, with Yeah, I've been telling him that's for what I'm fucking saying. months. If, it, if it's just you two and there's nobody watching, but you're playing with other people and they can hear you, right? Yeah. Still? Yeah. Sometimes. Like at the end like at the end of multiplayer games, yeah. there's like all the people in there and you got like 10, 15 seconds where you can hear each other talk and you can oh, talk yeah, shit yeah, to yeah. each oh, other. Oh, yeah. That's, so that's it's where like the wars go down. Yeah. In like, the lobby. You, exactly. you fucking suck, bro. You suck. Yeah. You suck. Well, I'm just saying like if you, you know, when you're not filming yourself, you are talking to a community during certain yeah games, and during so. the games because there's that's an audience you yeah. know what i mean i, mean, so I, I would do impressions at the end of the game or something like that like we do trailer park boys stuff like that yeah. like smokes let's go I always that's my catchphrase on, the, on call of duty <laughs> smokes let's go you fucking nerds venmo me <laughs> each one of y'all venmo, venmo me a dollar for some cigarettes yeah <laughs> it's my venmo's uh, at your daddy Raboito. <laughs> His uh, his name on Xbox Live is Corey Trevor, and mine's Randy Leahy. Oh man, <laughs> I love it. Corey and Trevor are the best, dude. Dude, I, I Corey was probably one of the, my favorite characters on the show. I'm not cool enough to shoot your gun, Julian. That's Trevor. Yeah, Trevor, fuck it, Corey. <laughs> but I'm not cool enough to shoot your gun, Julian. <laughs> Trevor, shoot this, or we're never gonna be friends again. I want to go back. Uh, you're talking about Stone Cold. Are you still you're still a wrestling fan right yeah. now? Yeah, right. It's so funny because I don't watch as much wrestling anymore, and you know, there's a, a especially in the comedy world, and a lot of people are still fans of mm-hmm. wrestling. You know, and when you think about it, you, it's you know, whenever I like you know hang out with a friend and it's going on, I still sit down and watch. I watched it when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and it's 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 so funny because you are like, man, this is. <laughs> This is still a really good show. Like these guys yeah. put on arena status type of show. You have to give them respect as the performers. You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then again, it's also so funny because, you know, girls will probably, t- you know, like to tease guys about was- watching wrestling. Yeah. But it's the same as like reality show. It's like, what? You, you're you looking for the drama, okay? Yeah. There's plenty of drama in yeah. these yeah. wrestling shows. Too both are well. scripted and both are dramatic. Yeah, because yeah. whenever I like jump in and I watch, I'll be like, I was like, okay, why why are they mad at each other? You know, yeah. oh like, well, he told he fucked his wife. Yeah, <laughs> are they doing that? I wish. Oh, oh. shit like that all the time. Oh yeah, that's, that's good. A, one of the classic I saw, tropes. Because all these one, different tropes over and over. I think it was NXT or what? One mm-hmm. of the you know wrestling shows where it's literally like live streaming, like like her, like the dude's w- wife who just got fucked, who's in the ring or whatever. The dude's like standing in the ring talking shit, and then it like cuts to like those two in bed with each other, and he's just like, yeah, blah blah blah. <laughs> I'm like, dude, this is fucking cutthroat. Homeboy's wife is literally just getting banged on like the m- big screen in front of an audience of like thirty thousand. Oh, I tell people when I, you were saying like people make fun of people for watching wrestling. Yeah, yeah. sure, go ahead. You, I, I know, but like you watch cartoons, you watch the Avengers. Right. I know that shit ain't real. Oh yeah, I know wrestling ain't real. Yeah, one hundred percent. Who gives a shit? Yeah, but, but I it's mean, fucking fun. I like <laughs> comparing it to the reality shows, like how you yeah, know, like so many girls want to watch like oh yeah, Kardashian. Yeah, watch yeah, exactly. So like, you know, it's like <laughs> you know these bitches ain't real. There's not yeah. much <laughs> difference between that and you know RuPaul's Drag Race. They're both the same, you know. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get a lot of hate for that. Is that like that's a <laughs> you know, drag queen show? Drag queens. It's, yeah. it's, like, it's like a but real, reality on, show. But it's because they, they, you know, no matter what, like they I got, race. It's like the Ultimate Fighter, but for drag queens. I'm imagining like Mario. They have Kart like with I've drag never queens. watched it, but <laughs> I've I've seen, but I've been to drag show. 
performed between drag, you know? Yeah. So, like, I love, and I got nothing but respect for it. Oh, yeah, me too, because they got Buku up in Louisiana. They poured yeah. it. Yeah, they put on yeah. a, mm-hmm. put on like a you show. said, they put on a great show. They're all, like, the high level of performing that these, you know, wrestlers and drag queens have to do, they're, yeah. they're excellent. It takes a lot to get up there in front of the yeah. people and do that shit. And so that's where I think comedians, why there's such, you know, like, of course, like, a lot of comics grew up it with but they're still into it because they like the the fake drama but the level of how they perform yeah so comics you know everybody's always like they well you just said it's like oh i can't imagine them going up there and do that in front of people they say that about comics all, all the time, time yeah. you know yeah. so that's why i get why comedians in the wrestling world is uh, is kind of like intertwined a little bit yeah they're like yeah. well they you know they've been working together and it's like a high five i always say they're a high five yeah. that's a good way to put it because yeah for sure like just being like in front of them thousands of people thousands like arena status yeah, dude, like yeah. hundred thousand people at and especially right shit. now where there is no fucking you know yeah no and that's what's people. been throwing me off like i kind of fell off of it a little bit during quarantine because like you know they've been trying to do different shit but yeah it's just kind of hard to watch but now mm-hmm. apparently they did the thing that the nba did where they started putting like the uh the virtual, virtual fans. Yeah, yeah, fans yeah i've seen it so it's not it looks the same, pretty cool but they pump in the noise and they put the thing and it's it actually doesn't look that bad yeah. from what I've seen on clips, so I might get have to get back into it. So. Yeah. As far as football goes, I never really could – you never really could see from the box office, like, view. You can never see the fans during, like, the actual game play. Like, which is yeah. true. Yeah, which they is true. Cut to so them. You never really – yeah, they would always cut to, like, them after the big play or something like yeah. that. But it, as far as, like, the actual different. experience of watching football, I'm still, like, just as much of a football fan as I've ever been. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I grew up playing hockey, and I've been watching that, and it, it just sucks because hockey, you know, since it's the arena and it's smaller, the crowds have such a like impact, mm-hmm. you know, on the game sometimes because they can, you know, like motivate your team, mm-hmm. make a momentum shift, and to me, I just it, it like you know watching basketball too. Luckily, basketball's got family in there now. Right. It, it's like man, these. Uh, you're like they're gonna win the trophy, and to no, you know, yeah, to, to to nobody's gonna be there to, to celebrate. To a yeah. ballroom of like a hundred people max, yeah, know, and nobody's gonna be able to even like hug each other. Have you been to a professional hockey game? I have. Uh, I've been to a Ducks game. Hell yeah! Uh, Is that your in, team? Or my team. I think it was a Ducks Red Wings game, or no? I don't Go know Ducks. if it was a Red Wings game. I'm a big Red Wings fan though. Gross, but no. he said gross. Nate's Quack. never been to a game, and no. when when it all comes back, when we're allowed, man, yeah. I'm gonna take you to a game. Dude, I'd it'd fucking fun. love it, man. That'd we be got awesome. some good seats. So that'd be a, that'd be a fun. Yeah, day. hockey's the I, I go all day, dude. It's greatest sport on earth, fastest game on earth. It's intellectual sport, best defensive game. All right, and you can <laughs> fucking fight. And you can it's, fight. That's like tactical. the dopest part. One hundred percent. And that's and that's where that has a thing to do with the crowd and momentum. Yeah. Right now, since they're in the bubble, there's no crowd. You don't see that many fighting because you can't hear like stuff after the whistle, it doesn't happen because you know, like if some guy hits you, right. you know, and your crowd's like, Oh, yeah, right. like hit him back. Yeah. Then you like, you know, you get your blood yeah, pumping. You got but it, since yeah. there's nobody there, it's kinda like they still pump certain noise for those moments, which yeah. is so bizarre. It's easier to calm yourself down. Yeah. Because you didn't get snuck in front of twenty. Didn't get Cronwalled or exactly, something. Exactly. But fighting, you know, it's gone down because the game has gone so faster and guys are getting bigger. But, you know, if you're if you're able to drop the gloves, you gotta be able to skate, catch a pass, shoot pucks, put points. And you know, the reason why it's still there, a lot of people love it, it riles up the crowd, but 
you know, if you are a home team and somebody comes in and scores like two goals on you, you're like, we got to get this crowd back in there. Mm-hmm. So you send out your guy who's going to go and, right. you know, whoop somebody's ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The and then the crowd's going to be like, let's go, come yeah, on, you know? Go. So guys are always like, the bruisers are like, I protect my teammates and, you know, yeah. I like so become a fan favorite and I know how to like, you know, get the momentum back. Like the Bash Brothers if they grew up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Hockey, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, well, back in the day, you know, you know, and it's it, another reason why. Ever I think, since Happy Gilmore stabbed that guy with a skate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another point I love saying too is that hockey, why it's another great sport, in my opinion, why I enjoy the fighting in it. I know, you know, you don't want to get people punched in the head and stuff, but, and why it's so good is that, you know, if you got, you know, these, the professional athletes, they're putting their bodies on the line, everything, passion. So you got you you get angry at times and you got pent up and there's outlets. Oh, yeah, so if you're like, hey, I got a sport where if like I just want to me and this guy are just going at right. it, like, let's just drop the gloves, let's fight, go sit for five minutes and then we'll move on. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's brilliant. Oh yeah, dude. it is the penalty box as opposed to getting ejected. Yep. Right. Yeah. Sometimes you can get ejected though. Yeah. yeah. There's a couple. But but overall though, you know, like that is that is a great point because in the other shit. Like you want to, like you, it's, it's the discipline. But it's fucking hard. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, it's really hard. It's really <laughs> fucking hard. hard sometimes. But that's yeah. fucking badass. I'm, I can't wait to go check that out yeah, in yeah. real life. Okay. Fuck Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> where there's hockey in Louisiana. There fuck is Tom somewhere. Brady. Fuck Tampa. Fuck, fuck Atlanta fuck. and Carolina. Yeah. Who that bitch? I'm, I'm saying fuck I had to Tom t- Brady this weekend. You were Broncos? What happened yeah. Time? Okay. You ever know the story why? No. Well, South my, Park. No, my uncle. <laughs> My uncle was actually a rabid fan for the Denver Broncos for about 30 years. He was known as the Barrel Man. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, Tim McKernan, the Barrel Man. No, dude, I do know the Barrel he, Man. He walked around my I know who that guy, I, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah you know, he walked yeah. around Mile High Stadium, so that- my, That's your uncle? That's my uncle. Oh, that's fucking that's tight. That's hilarious. <laughs> His name is Tim McKernan. Oh, okay, fucking <laughs> nice. right. Yeah, my dad, uh, he, he, um, my uncle was always a Broncos fan. He moved to Colorado, obviously, to work for United Airlines, and- uh, my dad bet him like twenty bucks that he wouldn't get on TV if he did that, and yeah. he literally did it for thirty years. Oh, that's so <laughs> funny! They got a statue of him. I got, I got a picture. That's of him. fucking badass, so, dude. Yeah, well, you know, because I'm from SoCal, and my dad and then my brother, they're always been Rams fans. But when the Rams left, they kind of they you know broke their hearts, so they're kind of yeah. like, whatever. Mm-hmm. But we rooted, kind of always had a, a stake into the Broncos because of yeah. my uncle. But I was always a Broncos fan, and then yeah. now the Rams are back. My dad and my brother. Full you know, on the Rams, full on train. Yeah, yeah. and I, you know, give that's it to good. Them. Absolutely, I, I can't believe. Sandy yeah, y'all have, fucked or, us over two years ago with that no call. Oh yeah. man, I know. <laughs> Tell you people, yeah, Aaron said, Donald yeah, is probably I, one of the most forget. ridiculous players He's in the league. Much. That guy's a man amongst boys, He's just saying. tossing people. He, was he tossed Zeke last week or something? I don't know. He tossed somebody last week, like a rag doll. I watched the Hard Knocks. That dude's a fucking savage. He's a beast. I do the fucking Yeah, he's great. It's, yeah, so, I mean, I'll keep an ear out. I can't, it's a bummer, man. They got these brand new stadiums, you know? And yeah, yeah, it's a $5 billion stadium in LA. Yeah. WrestleMania going to be here in, uh, in April. Super Bowl. Ooh, you got tickets for that already? Damn. Dang. Thank you, stepdaddy Donald. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You told me that the other night. Getting yeah. a stimulus check. You said, fuck it. I'm buying WrestleMania. I said, tickets. look, I'm taking half for something stupid that I want that I'm not supposed to have. <laughs> no, that's that's how you have it. That's 2021 WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and that's gonna be what, what year or what time of the year? 
Uh, end of March or beginning of April. Okay. Um, Fucking that's decent, what, decent chance. It'll that's what I'm wait. saying. It's a full year after Rona. I'm like, yeah, uh, can't wait. Well, apparently it's supposed to go away in November. With whoever's a fucking gets elected, supposed to fucking yeah. save the world or whatever. So right. come on. I hope so. Put me in the game. That's what I, that's what my Facebook told me. So we'll yeah. see. I had to. <laughs> I, I, I had to delete my dad off Facebook. <laughs> Damn. What did you do? For what? <laughs> we we got into an argument about the the. Politics, yeah, politics and like. So you uh, deleted the, your father. Yeah, my off dad. Off of a social yeah, media because, app. Yeah, over because, discrepancies between political because, views. Yeah, because he can't, he can't separate, like political discussions from like, like hurtful comments. Like he'll like people like family friends that we don't, you know, we don't see all the time, but they have them on Facebook. Like you know the people that you have on Facebook that you don't ever see, but you have them on Facebook. You know the people that we have always been friendly to in the past, like. You know, however, however many times, three years since Trump's been in office, it's just been like, you know, you either support Donald Trump or you don't support Donald Trump. And on Facebook, it's like you either clearly support Donald Trump and are posting stuff that's like, you know, calling Democrats libtards and stuff like that, you know. So you can't, you know, I just I'm not trying to see it. And I just it's more of like a every time I get on Facebook type thing, which I don't get on it that much. But every time I do get on I just see something that I just immediately disagree with, and then I see his, like, attitude towards it, and it's just like, it's just, I, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. Well, okay, but I'm saying, I think it's funny that you had to delete your dad off the internet, because yeah. y'all, you, call, you called him a troll, and he called you a libtard. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, yeah, fair enough, so. But anyways. But, <laughs> yeah, but. It's you know that's that's these days I can't wait till coronavirus and politics are over so people can talk about other can't shit. Can't we all? People can go to Mikey comedy McCurney shows. with his 125 days in a row doing comedy. I'm yeah. sure that fucking dumbass Rona fucking hit you. Yeah, it's pretty weird. <laughs> it, it, I would imagine like you more than anybody because you were out every night type thing for for so long and it's just like now it can't be like what is the biggest like adjustment you've made in your personal life like where are you where are you dedicating most of your time now to? Reading. Reading. That's <laughs> consuming knowledge, son. Right? I've been reading and watching YouTube. What do you watch on YouTube? I watch this vlogger. His name is Justin Scard. He's part of Random Land Adventures. Mm-hmm. He's more of a Disneyland blogger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not like more of, You're a big but Disney guy. Yeah, I love Disneyland. Yeah. And so he... It's just that's where like he when he first came out of the gates of doing his vlog like doing videos that's what he was doing because he had you know he's from Orange County and he knows a lot about it and so you just eat that stuff up but then he started like going all over the place and traveling and just hitting up like you know like tours like roadside attractions tour spots everything that was he was just into yeah and I like his attitude about it and he's you know he does like really bad jokes but does puns and Mm -hmm. so I'm always into that but it. It's the whole, like, you know, he is an entertainer. Mm-hmm. Like, he used to be a punk band and stuff like that. And so, like, I grew up loving that kind of stuff. Grow, you know, that was kind of, like, I wasn't deep into it, but I love punk music. Mm-hmm. And um, so, I, you know, I just, it's like, man, as an entertainer, it's like, you got to have an online presence. So it's like, right. I like to watch him, you know, not be ashamed to just hold up a camera and just talk to it all the time. Because to me, I, I can't do it's, that. I'm, like, I'm the same, man. I it's, hate talking to myself. Yeah. You know, like I can't pretend like, what's up, guys? I know you're in there somewhere, but. Right. I know you're going to see this at some point in the future after I spend about three hours editing it by myself and listening yeah. to myself talk and like doing all this stuff. It's just so much playing it's, with yourself. Yeah. And I don't know. I thought about because like. But you I know. got respect for people who can do it. Like, because well, I and I like him and I watch him because I'm entertained and I, I'm trying to, you know. 
Yeah, there's a lot of, I mean, especially impressionists, they go go on TikTok or something oh, yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. And TikTok. get like, like I, I should be doing that, you know, probably. But, you know, it just, I just, I've never been the type of guy that's like, mm -hmm. I'm going to set up a camera and it's just like, here's my 10 best impressions. Like and subscribe. Man, you know? I've been, for longer than I've been doing stand up, I've been trying to like wrestle with, I can yeah. have a YouTube channel and right. do this thing. Cause that's where it is. It's like you, if you want to entertain, you should be entertaining on the internet. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is especially right we're now. doing it right now. Right. I mean, we're oh, you know yeah. recording a podcast, <laughs> that kind of stuff. So shout out to the Melrose podcast. Appreciate yeah, you. this place is beautiful, by the way. Yeah, and uh, that's what. And so, you know, we're doing that, doing a level of that. But you, you know, like there's so much more. Like I'm in the acting out here, and they're you know they're. I was asking you guys about gaming, and they're like. Oh, are you a gamer? You know, you yeah. should start playing video games. But of course, if you're like, I'm not very good at a game, I'll be too worried about trying to be funny. But at the same time, you know, like, right. oh, you can live stream and they'll donate you money and you can yeah. get a bunch of hits. Or it's like, you know, because when before, you know, Corona, I was having a really good time doing stand up comedy and I was doing some of the best ever and I was making the most money I've ever right. made, which is not that much. But <laughs> still money, money yeah. in stand up is fucking worth its weight yeah but gold. putting out clips you know like mm -hmm. just putting out your stand-up comedy clips i was like okay i'm ready for all that like i just i actually opened up for a girl who shot a special and so i had, I, I got like a video waiting you know to get chopped up and put <laughs> titles on it you got to learn how to do all right. that stuff so so there's like i was that was like my all right here's my you know my presence but when coronavirus happened you know all i cared about was posting on instagram yeah and which kind of sucks but you I know. mean, it's that's you got to get out. That's you got to get your is. content out somehow. All you can you know? do, yeah. It it because it, I, I don't know. I've always seen like Instagram and other things like that. It's kind of like vain, is like you know, just like an attention type. Mm -hmm. Look at me, mm -hmm. like here's my ass, you know, like blah 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 or whatever. But Man, there's definitely a lot of ass on Instagram. A lot, a lot of it. Big fan. <laughs> Big fan. Big fanies. Love, love Instagram. Love <laughs> content. Big fanies. He's <laughs> Big fan. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, you missed. No, I yeah. caught it. Yeah. Um, but what? yeah, it's just it's tough. It's tough mm -hmm. to to just self create and self motivate and self write, direct, produce, edit. Especially yeah. when it's not for other people, you know. Right. That's and like this is my job. If you like want to do this, this should be doing your. That's job. what I was saying. That's what I was thinking yeah. the other day. Is like it's so easy. Like there's no worries whatsoever when you're doing something for somebody like for like a job. Yeah. But if it's for you, it's so easy to fucking be like, oh, I could do that later. Right. Oh, I mm -hmm. should do that. But it's like you gotta like be the boss of yourself sometimes. Yeah. And be like, look, bitch, <laughs> do what the fuck you're here to do. God yeah. damn it. Right. You That's know. That's what that uh like I did that voice acting class and like the whole first class it was pretty much just a lecture on how you're your own boss and you have to like be adamant about you know. If, you know, they need it by this certain time, you got to get in the booth and do it, do it, do it, you know, and if they don't like it, blah, blah, or, you know, just basically like wake up and you have to write, you, you, you are your own boss and you write your own schedule, but you better like work when you're scheduled to work. Otherwise you're going to fall behind like super quick. Yeah. It's discipline. It's so it's unbelievable how, you know, just everything that's going on in our timeline of life that it's making all of us like get away from each other because yeah self tapes are so they're just so prevalent and easy today to like do acting jobs you know mm -hmm. like or like you know like doing a self tape audition you know right. for voiceover it's like you all can just do it yourself and you know to me it's so weird because it's like you know you'd have to meet people you go out in the room right. and that's, that's what happens anymore that's what i'm saying like yeah. and kind of going back to what you were saying about like 
oh, hey, what's up, guys? It's me. Just talking to the phone. It's the same thing with the self-tape. You're just sending I, it into the void. You're just like... Well, I'm saying I never did the self-tapes before yeah. until yeah. recently because my acting class I was doing in real life started doing it on quarant- doing on Zoom during quarantine. Yeah. So they would do it with, do the self-tapes and then the teachers will go over it and we'll all go over it in class. So I was having to do that and then to learn how to... You'd have to like stand up too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know... Like I did one, I did a couple. Of, like I did a lot of them standing up at the beginning, and then I told them they told me I could sit down if I wanted to for, <laughs> for the scene. So like, I but did, to me that's how you got to be if you're but, acting. You're like, you well, know, well, what I did was I sitting looking at your laptop doing this. Yeah, yeah that's, and I told that's, my teacher I was like, so I did a couple of different scenes, whatever. I did a scene from the Water Boy, did a scene from this and that and the other. And uh, they were they told me I didn't ask them. They told me they were like Nate, if you want to do some of your try to work some of your comedy in here, you you were a thousand percent you can do that. And I was like. So a couple of weeks, I kind of I felt like I was cheating, <laughs> but I was like, whatever. They told me I could do it, so you're like, oh, all right. Well, like I wrote a bit. I wrote like, something down today. I wrote so. a bit about how I learned about Sage for the first time because yeah, I did. Yeah. It was like a story, <laughs> I so I just told me. the fucking story, and I was just like, drove pissed about it. <laughs> and they fucking that was one, probably one of my best fucking things I submitted to them. They were like, yeah. fucking. Did anybody come up to you afterwards and go, "You smell like Sage"? No, it was on Zoom. Yeah. But they see me sitting there the whole time. It's so funny in the Zoom class on the art cl- on the fucking acting class on Zoom, because <laughs> everybody's like in there doing whatever they're fucking doing mm-hmm. on Zoom. I'm sitting on the patio, just chain smoking cigarettes, drinking coffee yeah. out of a fucking measuring cup. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I, he I likes just think the measuring cup coffee. He doesn't like to drink it out of an actual mug. He just likes the, the measuring cool. cup coffee. It's all about if you got numbers, you know whatever. <laughs> you got right? numbers. All I, like I can say is like if people group. go, "Wow, you got this weird habit, you OCD," you go, "No, but it's better than heroin." You know. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Or a little it's controlled case. At least, yeah, at least it's not heroin. <laughs> it could be worse, dude. It could be heroin. <laughs> I've never paid for drugs. Not once. Not once. I just think it'd be funny if you were like somebody like could smell sage on you and keep bringing it up. No, I don't smell like it. fucking hippie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't smell like I stepped in dog shit. The other night. And I ain't took a bath in three days. Man, the other night I, went, uh, I, was, I was out like by the beach watching a comedy show. And there's a shitload of people there. And a big name was supposed to drop in and didn't because he saw everybody not wearing masks and stuff. And he was oh, like, shit. all right, I'm out. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. And so, but there was a, like, they had like bonfires. So, and then I went to a girl's house afterwards and uh, oh. she was so, like, she loved that I smelled like a bonfire. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. that's, that's so funny to me. And like that, like put her more. I used to have those all the time. In the more down. She, yeah. Put her more in the mood to, uh, you know. Get close. Have deep conversations. Yeah. Get close. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Intellectual. <laughs> I, like, Baby, intellectual. I, got I, got, I got a secret to tell you. I'm, I'm a gentleman. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Oh, that's great. <laughs> like, yes, you are a gentleman, Mikey McKern. You got buku respect. Buku fire respect. Buku, buku fire. There it is, folks. Oh, that's going on the clip. <laughs> you have permission to use that as your intro music if you guys. Oh, there it is. How to edit that? Right. I wouldn't call that music though. That's when, to me, when I. What I'm, what's gonna really make me famous? Somebody sample the buhas, you know? Yeah, that's that's how it is nowadays. Cause right. my cousin like, does it. My cousin made the uh, made the intro song for us for the for the uh, thing. Oh, my cousin guy. Hell yeah. He could uh, he could definitely take the buha sample. Yeah, <laughs> if he got it on a fucking tape. That'd be, dude, that'd it's be out there. That'd be fantastic. Buha. <laughs> that's what <laughs> I said right before the. That's drop. what people think. I was, I was like, okay, now he's cool because this rapper. Used yeah. Or this DJ was like, yeah, Lil Wayne sampled the Buha. He's in. Uh, he's in. Uh, he's in. Uh, uh, alert all the rich people. He's in. Go ahead. Let yeah. Him, let him through. Illuminati. Uh, th- this yeah. One, this one. He's hey. He's this good, motherfucker he's good with the catchphrase. Give him money. <laughs> Damn. Fucking hilarious, man. How's everything else going though, man? You doing? Uh, yeah, I'm good. Just gonna do a couple little move in. 
Yeah. Well, so you ready well, for? Were well, you ready for? Uh, you said you're gonna take a little break or whatever, but you're not retiring. No, I just, just have to go bounce back. Got shit to do. Yeah, I got, I hang got out, shit to I do. I gotta hang out with my I'm old folks. Be back. So you know what I'm saying, gotta hang out with my parents a lot. They're gonna, you know, I have to move all my shit home, and I'm probably gonna live there for. I have to move. Hopefully not a month, uh-huh. but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just gonna be around them, so I'm like, all right, I'm gonna get yeah. tested, not do comedy, not spit in microphones, even though they've all been outside and they've been mm-hmm. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like with the little like. Little condom cover, con, comic condom cover yeah. things, and fucking all this other shit, whatever. That's all only going so far, you know. You bring your own shit, whatever. I got you plug your own, you plug in your own mic. Yeah, that's what I went. Yeah, a lot of people do that, you know. But um, <laughs> then because it's just you know I've done so much shitty comedy in my life that it's like if there's nobody in the room, it's like it's no big deal. Oh, we're all outside. This ain't no big deal. Right. There's dogs. Everybody's watching the dogs chase each other. Like, dude, I've been through that. <laughs> Kids yeah. yelling and screaming. Sounds, sounds like my show. I've I totally been there. Ca- cars driving by the jets flying. Road. Yeah, fucking. I love monkeys. it. <laughs> I I actually what, what I really love about the outdoor shows. Some of them at parks or they're finding that like the amphitheaters. Yeah. And to me, it's always been like my like my my dream space of performing is in amphitheaters. They have one at like Sea College of the Canyons, and it's like a outdoor like multi level like. Like an amphitheater like that. And I w- I've always wondered, like, what the fuck are these for? But now mm-hmm. it's like, these are for pandemic comedy shows. Yeah, right. <laughs> what is an amphitheater? It's, it's like a, the amphitheater is the stage is on the ground and the audience is raised. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, this, like the concrete sidewalk? Yeah. Like the yeah. concrete seats and shit? Yeah. 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 And so, well, it's like you, you can, there's like the Hollywood Bowls amphitheater, you know what I mean? Oh, like, Red okay. Rocks. You know what like I mean? Yeah, Red Rocks. That's, that's, a, that's amphitheater style for performance because stand-up comics we're usually on stage you mm-hmm. know and everybody's kind of like you know they they're still they kind of still get it but to me i've always loved like because we are on stage like oh i'm above you you know comedy clubs are like i'm above you. you guys think i'm all cool because you know you're looking up at me like oh but amphitheater is better because you put the comedian on the ground and the audience is over them so mm-hmm. they're like you, you want to get out here alive you got to climb out with your laughs, <laughs> right. you know climb so it's with your laughs yeah like. so i love amphitheaters if i can ever you know so i've been that's a plus. That makes a lot of sense now that you say it that way. And yeah, thousand percent. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Uh, Have you guys gone out to any park mics? I've done. We've done beach mic, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, that one sounds. See, the beach is tough because that atmosphere is really loud. Yeah. See, the beach we did though was real chill. Yeah, it was. You know, and like they actually had people that like were just chilling on the beach, like come congregate. Yeah, that's what. Yeah. That, Socially that distance uh, and all the bullshit. But fucking <laughs> all right the bullshit. There. But right there, I hate when people gotta fucking sit there. Oh, we got the mask. We got. I don't give a rat's ass. Well, we yeah, know why now. Right. We get okay. the fucking point. Yeah, you, hey, you don't. We already touched somebody, the politics. Yeah. Just chill, dude. Come I'm on. sorry. Boo, boo, fight. I'm just yelling. Fire. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, be, I got. I. I mean, no, you can't it's not the, look at me and see a few hippie tendencies. I love it. I mean, his, it. I'm not gonna hate hippies. He, Dan's the biggest hippie I've ever met. I know. I can't I'm believe. He's, I, I can't believe you're pulling off the half pony, dude. I could have never pulled off the half pony for some. This is the, uh, the what I rocked in junior college. It was just really. The, it was just like the workout, like get it out of my face thing. Yeah. And then people were like, I just didn't know what else to do because I put my hair I, like I've done a full pony, mm-hmm. and it just it feels weird. I don't like like the back of my neck showing. It's just weird. I don't know. I, I just don't. No, it's cool. It's pre, it's it's very Viking. Yeah. you like I don't expose the neck. It fits the right? Viking vibe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Well, I was calling Dan yesterday. I called, I called him a big hippie yesterday because he's six five and he's a fucking hippie. Yeah. <laughs> Burns the most sage I ever seen. Yeah. I don't. I don't even burn sage. I don't smoke Joe's in the house. You ain't smoking yeah, in the I house. I don't burn sage. I burn marijuana. That's on so a regular funny. basis. I know. I didn't want to say marijuana. I went on the callback to sage. Dan. <laughs> 
Okay, that's where <laughs> one of the three is allowed in the house. <laughs> right. I love I love how you're like, yo, if I can't smoke fucking cigarettes, no one can burn sage. That's a fact. <laughs> that's how and then what's Y'all neutral? What's neutral? Incense? Weed. Weed. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hello. He bought it from the store. He's <laughs> <laughs> like drinking. Oh, you can't drink liquor in the house. Bullshit. Yeah. It's the same fucking thing. I love smoking outside though, that, man. That- yeah, me too. We had to smoke outside of my you know, the boo goo fire. <laughs> move. I like how like you say. Hell the boo goo fire. Move out. <laughs> I heard you. I heard you, Nate. Sorry. I liked it. I said no bits, but <laughs> I told myself I was like, I'm not gonna smoke. I'm gonna be straight for this. <laughs> you're always straight, though. <laughs> right. Even when you smoke. Yeah. That's some, that's some of the. Uh, that was one of the one of the things I miss the most about quarantine is just like the weekly routine of going to the Kill Tony every every week at the comedy store and you know, roasting one. Hanging out with everybody. Yeah. Bullshitting. You know, and bullshitting and getting to know people and you know. I know. Open seeing your people get called up and you're like, oh, right. Yeah. I hate saying it too. I was like, I miss the open mic comedy scene. Yeah, dude, I was missing going out every night. I was, and this year I've been so obsessed with reading the Star Wars books that, you know, because I was doing comedy like every night, I was like, yeah, I need to like, you know, find something like a hobby or something. And yeah. I, so in February, started going to the library too because I was like, I don't want to pay for all these books. There's like yeah. over like fifty books, you know. So I was like, I don't want to pay for them. And psh, the library, all free. Right. And then I would go, you know, I'd work during the day, and then I would go. uh Hopefully, get a mic in, and then I would go and sit at a coffee shop and read. I was so. Freaking happy doing that, right? <laughs> Just in the element. You know? Yeah. Well, that's what I would too. Is when I would like when you're when I said earlier, I brought up data as a because I record every one of my sets audio, and then I have a book where I write down the date where I was every single joke, and I grade it on a scale of one to three, and so I have like. Yeah, bro. I have got, over a thousand sets. He's got a fucking library of like his jokes and past like open mic performances where he's just like dissected all of his jokes and listened to it. And yeah, done. at the end of the year, I do tally, see like which ones like were the strongest and mm-hmm. weakest, and I told the most and I told the less, and then all that. It's all data, man. Yeah, and that's awesome. That it's so like because I do something like that, but not nearly on that level, and that makes me think when shit comes back, I need to do that. Because that'll really help me figure out. I just can't remember things. when yeah. I because I record all mine, but I don't, I don't go through it's like an, that. It's so isolated medium for me, you know. Like I can't, I'm up here and it's one perspective, and to me, it's you perform for the audience members, so you want to have that audience member perspective as you can, and that's why recording is important. This, more than anything, is video recording mm-hmm. yeah. because seeing yourself, you know. Yeah, because like, if you can emulate a, the same facial expression or you know, you hit a, hit a joke the same way, you don't realize like, how you're looking down, turning mm-hmm. your back, right? That kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah and notice like doing certain things with your hands. Yeah, what were right. you saying? I interrupted you though. How your process was? Oh, I was no, I was saying um, fuck no, I was gonna say. Damn uh, <laughs> You, you, you record you, sets. Yeah, you got record the sets. Yeah, yeah, I record them, right. but I need to do that more. Yeah, and uh, and fuck. Record your sets so you can. Like I said, I brought up how I can't remember stuff that I say up there. So that's why I record sets because. Right. And I ask you. So it's like, you know, you record sets because if you said something up there you don't remember that was mm-hmm. funny, you at least you have it on tape. And yeah, you, you like riffing or whatever. Like something right. happens. Yeah, I'll do that. And what I was gonna say is, um, like after a show. Like you were saying, like you write, like because it's for yeah. the audience, you perform the audience. Yeah. 
when you, you isn't it like the best fucking feeling whenever somebody comes up to you after and they're like, hey, bro, that was real good, you know? Yeah. Like being like real and like, oh, dude, that was. Oh like, yeah, that you're one so part. stuck in your head. It's almost like it, it hit say, but you like you don't even think we need reassurance at moments. Yeah. Especially because if you've done an open mic the day before and you did it a little differently and you got a bigger laugh or something, so you felt like you had a better show the night mm-hmm. before, and then you're kind of down on yourself or something like that. You walk out and you're like, fuck, I, you know, kind of writing yourself, and then somebody comes up to you and is just like, dude, that's like the funniest thing I've ever seen. And then you're like, oh, well, shit, thanks. Yeah, I used to always have a little mini goal. I tell myself every time I get on the mic, it's if one person I've never met before, I don't recognize, they come up to me and tell me I'm funny. It's like, okay, I won. I won. That's, right. a, That's a dub. That's, yeah. Put that in the heart. Keep it going. That's Good shit. Man. You got to find tiny little things. That's yeah. it, I say, I say you always got to make like baby goals, you know, like take mm-hmm. baby goals so you can raise a family of success. Right. Oh, poetry. That's fucking nice. That's fucking poetry. I've always thought of it like networking is like planting seeds. Yeah, exactly. You know? They're all seeds and you let it grow. And then you just, you no, know, I don't know grow about that. I walk. just meant, I like what he's saying about the fucking well, family success. Yeah. You take baby steps to your certain goals. It's not like, oh, I got to get famous, you know, or oh, I got to right. get like a Tonight Show, whatever. It's like, like a, oh, I got to get a spot at the original room. Yeah, I got to become store. paid regular. Yeah. It's like, dude, be like, just like, okay, I got to start going to the comedy store more. Right. Or I start got to, you know, like, Recording my sets and I gotta start finding order. finding comics who jokes. I know who've been on late night or something like that to you know get the get the process right. stack success with success you know don't just you know ride off of the one baby you know. steps family of success we all eat I love it comedy is mm. poetry I was I've always been a fan it is man so is poetry comedy is poetry and so is talking to you man we really appreciate you coming on oh is it oh, over yeah, are we done are we almost we, done what is it we just about hour 15. Hour 15. Well, what else do you want to talk about we can keep going no I'm good, good. Uh, Conor McGregor's coming out to fight Danny Pacquiao <laughs> don't care charity I want to see, see Dun- don't want to see Dustin Poirier beat the fuck out of everybody that's all I want to see all right, well, <laughs> Louisiana baby <laughs> Louisiana bro <laughs> Put some fucking respect on. We ain't got nothing but bumps on a log. We got hands, two hands, and a fighting chance. He's a, good he's a, he's a real good one. Yeah, yeah he's, I know. He's I was a hoping that him and Tony were gonna fight. And yeah, it fell through. I know. Fucking bullshit. And man. then Dana White's like, he didn't want to fight. He's like, what are you talking about? Give me money. Yeah. <laughs> I fight for. Excuse me. Money. There it is. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's what I'm here for. Prize fighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'll whoop your ass, but like, not. What you did, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, all, I'm all about the McGregor shit talk, though. Just the you'll do nothing. Yeah, it's wrestling. You'll do you fucking everything. Well, yeah, you're like, does please don't like go away. I, I love the impersonation. I don't get me wrong. I got into UFC watching Conor McGregor whoop some ass. It was yeah. a lot of fun to watch his right. little train. But who the now, fuck is that guy? Yeah, now it's he. He did a good job because you got to sell fights, you know. And yeah. like I said, a level mm-hmm. of inter- being an entertainer. You're, you know, there's yeah. so much entertainment in professional fighting, but it's such an art form at the same yeah. time mm-hmm. that it's like, you got to have all that respect. And then you got to back it up when you talk the shit. It's still a show though. Like you guys can fight on your, like it's still a show. Yeah. So that's it, bro. And so is this. And we really appreciate you coming on. Dude. Thanks. For <laughs> yeah, I love dude. you guys. I've been, I remember you guys talking about, Oh, we're going to do a podcast. And I was like, I can't wait to be on it. Hey, yeah, bro. Dude. Hey, we love you, man. You did it. Took some time, but we finally got here, and I can't thank you enough for uh, coming gracious with the boohahs today. Hang out yeah. with you. Got to no hang problem. out with you for a little bit. And uh, we'll have you back soon, man. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Appreciate you, bro. Thank you. Later.